Hi, I'm Dahlia. And this is Ricky. And you're listening to... Hashtag do it for the Chavaya. Hi guys, welcome to season one, episode one of our fun podcast shenanigans. I'm Ricky and I'm here with my fellow podcaster slash roommate slash friend Dahlia. Dahlia, say hi. Hi. Um, and we want to give you guys a little intake into our lives, talk about what's going on with us, talk about our lives here at Stern University, Stern College for Women, my bad. Um, we decided to do this late last night because we're doofuses and we do a lot of like random late night things, so we thought we'd make a podcast out of it. And we think we're funny, so we thought we'd share that with the world. Yeah. Decide for yourselves. I mean, also, we went a little viral on TikTok, so you know. All right, we got 7,000 views. Let's not, like, get ahead of ourselves, but, you it's, know. It's 7,000. 71.20, okay? <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. And, like, 530 likes. Okay. We're a little bit excited. We think we're really cool. <laughs> we, like, got Duncan to celebrate low-key slash high-key, because we're, like, extra... And we are coming to you from the Brookdale Lounge because nowhere else was available. So let's give a little moment of silence for our uh, dedication over here. <laughs> yes, and our um, dignity because if someone walks in, we will look like idiots. It's fine. It's fine. That's okay. People could definitely hear us, but it's chill. So we're going to start off by explaining how we met and how we know each other because we were not set up like by Stern because you can potluck for roommates but we didn't do that because we were both too anxious to do that yep <laughs> um so I went to seminary at Mahon Mayan which we'll get to later and I made a friend her name is Nisa shout out to you Nisa you're yes, queen yes Nisa I love you <laughs> we love Nisa um <laughs> and we became friends and so when I was looking for a roommate for Stern I already had one roommate shout out to you Shoshana yes yes we love Shoshana we love her for dealing with our late night shaking shenanigans and so nisa told me she knew this awesome girl from maryland who would be a great roommate for me and that is where ricky comes in well nisa and i have been friends since like kindergarten well we hated each other until like seventh grade but (laughs) fun fact nisa throwback um anyways so i knew nisa and i committed to stern really late so i just texted everyone i knew and i was like if you know anyone who needs a roommate and you think I'd be good with, like, set me up. And then Nisa texted me right away and was like, so I know this pair, they need one more. And, you know, I think, like, she's really going to vie with you, whatever. So she sent Dahlia's name. And we actually, like, knew of each other because I went to T-Ferret for seminary. Um, and I went for Chavez because my best friend uh, goes to T-Ferret. And she was also my roommate, which was yeah. funny. So shout we out met to each you, other. Eva. Yes, shout out. And then we met, and whatever, like, I think I spoke to you for a little bit, but I ended up going to, like, my family for lunch, whatever. Um, And then I was like, oh, I know her. So we got set up, and I was supposed to come last semester, and then the governor that I cannot pronounce his name, Dahlia, would you like to say his name? Because I cannot pronounce his name. Whose name? The governor's. The governor? Cuomo? Yes, him. (laughs) And then he shut New York down, like, five days before I was supposed to come last semester, so I came this semester. But so far, it's working out. Common theme for this podcast is that we are not fans of Cuomo. No, Just but I also I also cannot pronounce his name. So you'll you'll hear me attempt many times. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, so I guess we'll just like introduce ourselves a little bit. My name is Ricky. Welcome. 
Um, Her full name is Rivka. My full name is Rivka. I think my number one thing that I don't like about college is that everyone's like, oh, you're Rivka, you're in my class. And I'm like, yeah, I go by Ricky, I'm sorry. Because, like, no. I feel like that's so awkward, having to introduce yourself to new people and say, like, oh, my name is this, actually. It's so bad. But it's just, like, it's such a hassle to, like, go up to teachers and be like, oh, so I go by Ricky. Because, first of all, there's, like, 17 other Rivkas and 17 other Rickies and everyone in my class is. So I'm just like, okay, whatever, like, Rivka. Like, it's just, like, for class, I don't care. Fun fact, my friends from home, like, a lot of them will call me Rifka as a nickname. But, so now, like, last night at Smoothie, someone's like, oh, you're Rifka. And I was like, I go by Ricky. <laughs> also, my RA was like, hi, Rifka. And I was like, hi, I go by Ricky. Uh, but, yeah, that was a fun time. Um, I'm from Maryland. Yay. Um, we love Maryland. We love Maryland. Shout out. We, my mom's from Maryland, so when I, like, told her that my roommate was from Maryland, she was like, okay, we like her. She's an out-of-towner. Yes, out-of-towners. We love in-towners because I'm an in-towner, but we like out-of-towners more. Sorry. Out-of-towners are just superior. Um, so out-of-towners. I'm an out-of-towner. Do you know, when I went to seminary, I'm an out-of-towner, so they all wanted me. So, like, I got into all three of my seminaries, and then I got to seminary, and it's like, yeah, I was thinking between this, and I was, like, saying, everyone's like, oh, yeah, I applied to this school and that school, but I got, like, rejected. And I was like, oh, right, they reject people right yeah that was my issue because I'm like I've been to Yeshiva Day School my entire life which we'll get into later we're still talking about Ricky and still talking about <laughs> this Ricky. is about Ricky um and like I'm from the tri-state area so like you know I'm boring like you I'm know, sure I don't it's have, so competitive though but I feel like you have it is because I applied to I'll I'll say where I applied to later but I applied to one of the most like tri-state area schools like seminaries ever and of course i didn't get in i mean there's so many of me <laughs> to prepare us in 12th grade i went to betafella which is a religious school but you don't have to re- be religious to go there so it's like a community day school and i loved it but when we were like going to seminary like a lot of people don't go to seminary so they didn't really prepare us but the one thing they said was like before you're like when they come to present because they like came personally to present so when they came to present, um, our teachers, like, the number one thing they told us to ask was, like, how many New Yorkers there were, like, how many in-towners there were. And one of them said, we have the least amount. It's two-thirds. And I was like, no. <laughs> um, so that's how they prepared us for seminary. Um, but, yeah, so that's my life. Um, now I'm in Stern. Fun fact, I was supposed to make Aliyah and go to Tel Aviv University. And then Corona came and ruined a lot. So now I'm in Stern. Where did you apply, like, for seminary? For seminary, I applied to Midmo, Harova, and Tiferet. And Tiferet was always my number one. Like, when I got into Tiferet, we went out for dinner, like, in cel- celebration. Like, like my mom was... We were all so nervous um, about, like, me getting into seminary. Because, like, I, I wanted a good... I don't know. I just... I was very happy with Tiferet. But it's just funny because I got my acceptance to go to Tel Aviv University... The day I was going to Israel for Pesach. Oh, wow. So it was like, we were literally like on the way to the airport and like I got the, I quickly checked my portal just like for fun. And I was like, oh my God, I got accepted to college. Okay. (laughs) Um, So that was a fun little experience. Um, But it was definitely fun being able to tell like my extended family, like, oh, I'm making Aliyah, like with them, like instead of on the phone. Yeah. So I applied, I was all over the place, honestly, because if you're from the tri-state area, you probably don't know about this, but if you're from the tri-state area, mainly New Jersey, sometimes New York, there's an Israel fair where you, like, 
go and hear a bunch of information sessions at once at Frisch. Um, and so just a little bit of background on me before I continue this is that I'm from New Jersey, a very small town. No, I'm not from Teaneck. Um, oh, man. I know, right? So everyone assumes. I went to Kushner from 5th until 10th grade, and then after 10th grade, uh, Kushner and I were not vibing anymore, so I switched to uh, my No No Shade on Kushner. Kushner is a great school. Um, I switched to my Their high school musical play was stupendous. That was Kushner. Kushner. (laughs) I was in the high school musical play in Kushner, and it was... It was an experience. It really was. Um, We watched it, and my roommates and I, and we relived my embarrassment. It was really bad. Truly Um, the best moment of Stern, I have to say. It was really bad. Um, So when I was applying for seminaries, I was, like, really, really all over the place. Like, I didn't really know what I wanted. Shout out to Maya Notes. Um... Israel Guidance, they are awesome. Um, basically, background is that my sister went to Mahon Mayan um, a while ago, and so that was always something, you know, when your older sibling does something, you automatically are like, okay, like, of course I have to consider this. So I went into my Israel Guidance meeting very open-minded, but I was like, okay, I'm not going to tell Israel Guidance where my sister went, because then they're automatically going to say, oh, you should go there, but I want to go somewhere because people think that it would be good for me. So she asked me all these questions, and then immediately she was like, okay, here are like the three schools you should think of. One is Tiferet, and I had a very bad view on Tiferet at the time. Ouch. Okay, here's here's something I'm going to say as a little disclaimer. Each school has a very different reputation each year. It's different every single year. Like true. That for is example, true. Harova my year, I heard not completely, but um I've heard that it wasn't as great as it was in past years. And like, you know, the year before I heard it was incredible. So it's it's very, very different. So at the time I had only heard like some that T Ferret was kind of jappy and like whatever and obviously our year T Ferret was really good. Like T Ferret was like known as like the nice girl school. So yes, that's a little disclaimer. <laughs> we love T Ferret. Um so she recommended T Ferret and I was automatically like, no. Mm. Um she said Harova and Mahonlayan. She also said Mibmo. So Immediately, I was like, okay, she said Mahonlayan, that must mean something. But I was already in the middle of also like applying for colleges, and Stern was one of my top schools, and I wanted to go into education really, really badly. Like, that was my plan. And so my sister went to Mahonlayan, went to Stern, and majored in education. So everyone was like, oh, you're just like copying your sister. And so I was a little bit turned off by Michael Mayan for a little while, because I was like, I want to be different, you know? I want to be unique. <laughs> I want to be unique. I want to be my own person. So, for a while, I was really into Harova, and then I was really into Amudim. If you don't know what that is, that's okay. It's very new. It's oh, like it's four really, years really in. Yeah, it's really yeah. new. They only had like 23 students this year. Yeah, it's a great school from what I've heard, but it was just a little bit too small for me. Um, and then it was between Michael Mayan and Midmo, and I applied to both schools, and interviews were great. Mahalmayam was way better because some schools make you read and make you like learn with the interviewer, and some schools don't. Mahalmayam doesn't because if you don't know what Mahalmayam is, it's geared more towards girls who, not completely, but I would say 80% of the girls there like went to public school and or like didn't grow up religious. Most of my friends were that way. 
Um, but obviously they're religious now, and they're in seminary, obviously, and they're completely observant. So, you know, that turned me off a little bit for some reason, which was very, very dumb of me uh, to be so close-minded about it. Um, but yeah, so I ended up, like, on... Seminaries are annoying sometimes, and they, like give you your acceptances slash rejections during winter vacation, which is, like, why? Well, <laughs> it's Yeshiva Week winter vacation. Like, I was in school when I got my acceptance. Or I was, like, going to school the next day. So, fun fact, I was dating somebody while this was all happening, like, while I was getting my acceptances, and I was meeting his mom the day that I got my acceptances, and I was obviously really nervous cause it's scary to meet someone's parents, like, you know, like, someone you're dating's parents. And I was meeting his mom that day. And I got my rejection from Midmo and my acceptance to Mahon Nayan. And, you know, it's everything happens for a reason, you know? So I ended up going to Mahon Nayan. I was very happy. Like, extremely happy that I went. Um, best experience of my life. I'm sure we'll talk more in detail about our seminary experiences. I'm sure little stories will come up here and there. Oh, yes, definitely. Um, and... Uh, when I left Israel, I'm sure we'll have a whole podcast about, you know, our, like, experiences. But, yeah, I don't, oh my god, I have PTSD. Same. <laughs> um, so, we obviously had to leave, and right after I left, I completely decided to change my major uh, to psychology. So that's what I'm doing now. We are in Stern now, and I am majoring in psychology, hopefully going into social work, and I wanted to make Aliyah during seminary, and I almost did, and then I decided not to, um, last minute, uh, and I'm, like, still going after college, because I'm, like, a little bit over this country at the moment. Little almost. <laughs> like, a little bit. Same. Just a bit. So, yeah, it's cool. I... Just, like, I'm planning on going to Stern and then hopefully doing grad school in Israel. That's the plan as of now, but you never know. So you want to do grad school? Yeah, I have to get an MSW, which is, like, a master's in social work for, like, in order to do social work in Israel. Mm. Yeah, but it's only two years, so it's not a big deal. Oh, it's not so bad, no. Yeah. You know, we gotta have plans. I feel like such an adult when I, like, throw words around, like, MSW, grad school, like... (laughs) You have your whole life planned. Like, we're sophomores now. Like, we should not be, like, talking about this right now. <laughs> Forget sophomores. We're, like... Oh, we're upper sophomores. We're upper sophomores, of course. Ooh, ooh. I'm yeah. still undecided, lol. But I think I want to go into marketing. I just have to, like, switch around my school. Like, I have to move from Stern College to um, Sci Sims, which is the business school. Um, but, yeah. So, now that you know a little about, a bit about us, let's get... Let's dive into our first episode. Okay, so since we're on the topic of, like, seminaries and introducing ourselves, we thought we would just go um, and talk about corona in our year, because everyone's very interested in that, um, because it was, like, especially unique. And we Um, also, everyone has a different story of, like, what happened. Like, I had friends who stayed. It's, like, everyone's, Ricky and I both have very different stories, so we're gonna talk about that, our experiences. Yeah, definitely. So, 
Fun fact, my birthday's March 7th. I have like a month and a half until I'm 20, which is literally insane. Like, I don't like the fact that I'm not going to be a teenager anymore because I feel like being a teenager gives you an excuse, excuse to be like, live with your parents, but still like drive with a car and like have your parents pay for stuff. But again, like you're still independent. I feel like once you reach your 20s, it's like, okay, leave the house, get married, have a family, be a human. And I don't want that. I think we should point out the fact that I am still 19 and I just turned 19 in November. Yeah, Dahlia's so a baby. I am the adult in this friendship. <laughs> I can swallow pills. Okay, yeah, I can't swallow pills. <laughs> Ricky discovered my bottle of children's Motrin last night. I was intrigued, but I could have swallowed pills until I was like 14. Okay, Until yeah. my mom was like, Ricky, it's time. And then I learned and now I take like three at a time. Like, it's chill. Oh my God. Um, okay, so Corona and seminary. Basically... So my birthday's March 7th, so I went out last year, my birthday fell out on Shabbos, so my friends and I, like, we all stayed in, and we had, like, a really, we had, we went to our teachers Friday night, and then I went to my aunt for Shabbos day, but it was just really fun, Friday night, I don't, this is not Corona, but I'm talking about anyways, um, Friday night, I, I love, like, staying up till 12, and being like, okay, the, like, literally 12 a.m., it's like, I just turned, like, 19 or whatever last year, so it was Friday night and I was so tired at like 11.30 I fell asleep on my like friend's lap on the couch until like 11.45 my friend was like Ricky just go to bed and I was like no I have 15 more minutes this is not gonna happen like I'm gonna stay up so I ended up staying up until um 12 a.m and I went to my Majukha's room and like all my friends were there and they're like Ricky happy birthday whatever like my friends like decorated my room Friday like I love them like they were like the best whatever I was also dealing with some issues during my birthday weekend. So them, like, just, like, not, like, real issues, but, like, friendship issues. So, like, them, like, just being there and, I don't know, it was amazing. Um, so then that night, like, that Mosey Shabbos, we went out to Waffle Bar for my birthday. Yum. And I then, went to Waffle Bar for my birthday, too. We got twins. Oh, my God. And then that Wednesday was Purim. That, yeah, that Wednesday was Purim. Um, and that, no, Purim was Tuesday, sorry. That Tuesday was Purim. Wednesday was Shushan Purim. Wednesday night, I had, like, three friends leave. Oh, my God. Like, I went to my, my grandfather, Zichol um, I went to his house for Purim, like, Shushan Purim for the Suda. That morning, I, like, my friend was like, I'm leaving tonight. So I went, and I was like, well, what time are you waking up? I want to, like, say goodbye to you. And at this point, we were like, oh, it's just going to be over. Like, by the time Pesach is over, like, yeah. you'll be back, da 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 so she was like just wake me up so like i woke her up and i gave her a hug and i like got to the door and i like turned around and i ran back and i gave her a hug i feel like in my gut i knew we weren't gonna come back like i had a feeling so um that was that um that was definitely hard because like i don't know for me like closure is a big thing like we never got closure like i said goodbye like she is literally one of my best friends from seminary and i like never got like a proper goodbye because i think we're all like kidding ourselves and telling ourselves that we were like gonna be back after pesach um and then a week later thursday night the rest of like everyone had left from shushan program to the next thursday night like within that week everyone was gone and then a group of us like 20 of us left that thursday night and t-fair was over like we did zoom school but like zoom seminary is very different no matter how many yeah. times people are like oh it's just like you're learning because like our schedules were off and like it was just like seminary like seminary of course is about the learning but it's also about the experience like, I made friends walking in the hallway and, like, seeing them doing something stupid and, like, dying of laughter. Like, that's how I made friends. I made friends by, like, knowing about allergies. Like, you know, just walking around talking. Um, but, yeah, so that was my experience. I think T. Ferret kind of, like, sat us down and told us, like, tell your parents to get you a ticket home. Like, go home. 
And then they're like, oh, and you can come back after Pesach. And then obviously, like, we didn't end up going back. So I've been in my, ho- my house for eight months. Yeah. Me and my dog been chilling. Yeah. So my s- corona experience, I feel like it kind of creeped in very slowly. And it just kind of blew up all at once for me. So for a lot of people who were in Israel last, uh, last year, um, you will probably remember that any time... Um, someone came to Israel, like, for a trip or something like that, or maybe even if they lived there and they had corona and they found out later, these, like, mass messages would be sent out of, like, a list of exactly where that person was at exactly what day and time. And so everyone would look at it and be like, okay, this person was at Mamilla Mall at 8 o'clock on Tuesday night where, like, I was also there, so I have to go into quarantine, you know? So it was, like, very scary to to get those messages and be like maybe I have to go into quarantine but we just didn't think that it was that big of a deal like we had girls that were in quarantine shout out to Nisa who was in quarantine oh my gosh she sent us pictures I felt so bad literally so what happened was on Purim night um we were at a Seuda at our rabbi's house like my favorite rabbi in the world um he also teaches at T-Ferret yes from Branson (laughs) and um so we were at his seuda and shout out to his wife who can make incredible food. We were all like stuffing our faces with food. Um, Doesn't he live in Rappajamish? Yes. Okay. And so basically, one of my friends, Nisa, and Nisa comes up a lot in these stories. Yeah, Nisa is really the highlight of this podcast. <laughs> we love Nisa. Um, and she got a call that she had been in the same place as someone who tested positive so she had to like go into quarantine but it was like people were being kind of rude about like you know if someone came in contact like you know if someone comes in contact don't be like mean about it like don't be like oh like I can't go near it like obviously yes be careful but like you don't need to like make such a big deal out of it and make the person feel worse so she was sitting outside and I went to go sit with her and ask her what was wrong and she like told me and she was like don't tell anybody I don't want people to like freak out and like not go near me and all that stuff so that like was kind of our first exposure to it. We got on the bus to go back to seminary, um, and I got really good news last that night, which was very exciting. Like someone, in, I found out someone in my family was pregnant, and it was very exciting. Um, but then, like the next few days, like everything blew up. It was like crazy, you know. All my like niece, I was in quarantine, so that was like our first like glimpse of what it was like. And then they kind of sat us down like, the whole seminary, and basically said, we have this huge campus, if you don't know, Mahomayan is on a campus, um, we have this huge campus that we can put you in houses, so that you're not all cramped together in a dorm, so if you would like to stay, we would love to have you, and we will have some online classes, some in person, obviously with masks and social distancing, um, but if you want to go home, we completely understand, this is a very scary time, so at first, I was so confident that I was staying, I was like, of course I'm gonna stay, like, what do you mean? Like, I I need to stay. And then as time went on that day, I just kind of got more and more anxious because earlier in the year, I'd lost my grandmother and obviously had nothing to do with Corona, but, um, it was very hard to be away from my family during that time. And I didn't get to go to the funeral. And I was just very scared because my, my grandfather is very old. He's like in his nineties and I have my other grandparents who are, thank God, very healthy, but still it's like very scary. Um, and I just didn't think I could handle dealing with something like that again from so far away and 
they were talking about shutting down the country, which was crazy for us because, like, we had no... We were like, what? That's insane. But just the thought of it scared me that I, like, couldn't even have the opportunity to go home if I wanted to. So I decided to go home. Uh, so I stayed for another week, and then I... I don't want to say home because Israel's my home, but... <laughs> parents' obvious. house is also home. <laughs> Whatever, it's fine. Um, so I flew with... Uh, my friend Rachel, shout out to Rachel, who's in Stern and also went to pull my arm with me. And I sat with my friend Abe because I hate flying and Rachel also hates flying. So it probably wasn't a good combination for us to sit together on the flight home. But it was like kind of crazy because at the time, like masks weren't really like a thing that people thought were needed. So we were just wearing gloves. Like I was looking at videos from the airport, like when I saw my mom for the first time. And I was just wearing gloves. Like, I wasn't wearing a mask. And nobody was wearing a mask. Because we all thought, like, masks, that's, like, insane. Who owns a mask? The people like, who cut your nails. Like, right. But, like, still. It's, like, yeah. And then, like, a few, like, days later, my mom, my mom was, like, um, I feel like we should probably buy some masks. And we've been wearing them ever since. And so, kind of sucks. And so, I've been in my house. But, you know, I worked at a camp this summer, which I feel like I could probably give a whole podcast about how horrible that experience was. Oh my god, same. Oh my god. So bad. Jewish day camps are rough, my friend. They're so bad. I literally have a list. I'm looking at my notes right here. I have a list and it's literally called Girls Things Said. Yeah. Like we have, I have so many stories. Maybe we should go into that, like talk about our experiences with uh you know working in a jewish day camp during covid times i feel like that could be interesting i feel like that could be a podcast on its own though i that is very true i could literally give a (laughs) seminar about that um but you can see that like everyone's like corona like seminary experience was really different like where mine is was like very dramatic like we all left within a week like yours was a little bit more like slowly yeah gets worse and worse like ours was very like people were gone by perm like boom 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 done like the last time i was like in a restaurant with people was like my birthday which was almost a year ago which is insane yeah like we're people always say like oh i'm I'm watching these like tv shows or i'm watching these like old like youtube videos or vlogs or something and like they're not wearing masks and they're hugging each other and i'm like that's like it's like weird that that's our normal now you know what i mean and like i saw i i saw like um a family member the other night who has a baby and oh my god it's the cutest baby like he's super cute and i saw and like when i took my mask off he was like what because he's like very young so he's like not used to people seeing people with their masks off and i was like whoa yeah it's funny like babies who were born in the last year like their whole life they were in quarantine essentially yeah it's yeah it's so crazy it's really sad i mean honestly like the little things make me so happy now because like I get to go to shul on Shabbos now, and for a while, there was no shul. So, obviously, I can go with a mask and social distancing, but for a while, I couldn't do that. And when I started to do that, I I feel like I wasn't a huge shul-goer beforehand. I sometimes was, and now I literally go every single Shabbos because I'm like, I need to see people that are not my parents and my brother. <laughs> I love Great. my parents and my brother with my whole heart, but I'm like, I need some kind of human interaction that's not my family, you know? I agree. Um, I think it's really funny that, like, now when I see people, I'm, like, so much more excited. We're, like, okay, fine. Like, I've I've never been, like, a physical person, right? So I don't like physical touch. But, like, shout out to Nisa again. Um, when she came home from Turo for, like, winter break, 
I like ran into her at the supermarket or like she actually ran into me. I was doing deliveries for my dad. He owns a bakery and I was doing my Friday deliveries for him that I do every week when I was home. And I, I ran to like this, the supermarket for a minute and she like, she like ran after me and she's like, Ricky. And I like, turned around and I don't think I, my face like lit up ever like more to see her than like that day i remember like remember i was like i wish we like recorded it was such a cute moment i like was like oh my goodness like you can't see my facial expression right now but it was like so funny like i gave her a hug but um i definitely i definitely agree that like looking at like videos of me even like i look at seminary like like tfart post now like they're all wearing masks and stuff like last year like i look at our seminary videos and i'm just like oh my gosh we weren't wearing masks and like we weren't like sanitizing everything like w- there was no plastic what the heck and we were watching last night Ricky showed me one of her vlogs that she made when she was in quarantine before she came to Stern and part part of the video was her going out into the hallway to get her food that they left in front of her door and then she like showed like a clip of like the other like all the other packages of food in front of all the other doors and i was like Oh my god, that's depressing. It was so sad. Fun fact, I've been in New York three weeks. I've been in quarantine twice oh already. God. Once, like, to get to New York, I had to quarantine for, like, five days. And then I was contact traced a week and a half ago. So I had to go back into the hotel for, like, ten days. She's but back, y'all. <laughs> thank god I'm back. Hopefully I won't have to go into quarantine again. Which, I've been, the past, like, month and a half, I've been in quarantine three times. Because I actually got COVID. My whole family got it. Yeah. And I was in quarantine for 24 days. Which is, like, guys, almost a month. Like, for a month, I was in my house. <laughs> and then and then I was quarantined twice in New York. Like, it's insane. But, like, my mom asked me. She's like, do you want to come home so you don't have to quarantine again? And I was like, honestly, like, it's worth it. Seeing people, being active. Like, my mom, like, called me. Like, I sent... We, we were, like, doofuses Sunday night when I came back. Like, I was, like, sticking my head out the window. We made, like, wacky... Ma- like, whatever. It was insane. And my mom's like, well, it looks like you're having fun. And I was like, I'm so happy. Like, it's, it's a genuine smile now. Because, like... I feel like you don't appreciate what you have until, like, you don't have it, right? So, like, I didn't appreciate, like, socialization until I literally didn't have it. I've said that so many times, and this is going to get a little bit philosophical, but I've said so many times that although I'm sure all of us wish that this wasn't happening, that I think that the reason this is happening, because I'm, like, a big... I'm so sorry. I'm about to go all sem girl on all of you, but (laughs) I'm a really big believer in, like, everything happens for a reason, and, like, God doesn't do things for no reason, Um, and so I always say that I think that this is happening because we weren't appreciating the small things enough. Like we were, you know, taking a lot of things for granted. And like now literally I say to my mom all the time, I cannot wait to go to the supermarket and not have to like spray my car and like not have to wear a mask and I can like literally hug people yes you know I just want I just want to hug every once in a while you know I think you know it's really funny um when this all started our rabbis like when we were in seminary our rabbis kind of tried to like take the edge off and like make jokes my rabbi goes Hashem didn't appreciate no one being Shomen so now everyone's Shomen Oh my god. girls girls boys boys girls to boys boys to girls and I was just like Okay. Uh, I think this is a little, a little far-fetched, but okay. Yeah. I just thought it was funny. Yeah. Um, I also believe that everything happens for a reason. I've just been in a lot of situations where, like, I realize after that everything does happen for a reason. Like, even if even if it wasn't, like, a good thing, you know? Like, yeah. 
like my grandmother passed away the day before my graduation and I spoke at graduation in Hebrew and like my older brother who lives in Israel was supposed to come and surprise me and fly in and he couldn't instead he went to like a funeral but you know I truly believe that like I she would have been so she would have hated this pandemic like so like she was such a family-oriented person like I always said like she's like literally the son of like our our family like we all orbit around her or she Aww, orbits around us. That's so sweet. Yeah, but she would have, like, been so anxious during the pandemic and not have, like, enjoyed not being able to see family. So, like, also my grandfather just, like, started to deteriorate a lot. We don't really – it's probably because she passed away, but, like, he passed away four weeks ago. Like, his social name is on Thursday. But um, I don't know. I just I, – I have to believe that everything happens for a reason. Otherwise, like, what am I living for? Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, why am I going through pain? Why am I going through happy? Like, even happy. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm finally in Stern, but I have to believe that it's for a reason. You know, like even though it's hard not to make friends, well, this just got really philosophical. I just realized we're really the, deep, really fast. I think the bottom line is that you know, once this is all over, we're gonna look back on this and be like, wow, we like appreciate the small things so much more, and. I think it's, like, it, it really sucks right now. But I think that in a year, oh, my God, please, God, this will all be over. Knock on wood. I'm knocking on wood right now. I hope this is wood. Um, it's definitely not, it's but it's probably fine. probably not wood, but it's fine. <laughs> um, this will all be over, and we'll look back and just think, like, okay, we need to, like, you know, be a lot more appreciative of the things that we have because it could be taken away in a second. This just got so deep. It's they're not yeah. all going to be they're this not, deep. I don't know why we just went on a rant for like ten minutes of how no. deep this is. You know, COVID. COVID. COVID, times. COVID. COVID makes us deep. Um, so yeah, I think this this is going to be the end for now. Yes, this is our first podcast, first let episode, us, first episode. Please let us know what you think. You know rate the podcast and but rate it nicely because we want to continue we want to continue this yeah if you like it please rate it um if you're our friends and you're listening to this and you finish it please text us and let us know what you think um we hope you enjoy and we'll see you next time thanks for tuning in guys bye